0: Friendshiping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity, who said, don't read an ad. Enjoy the show.
1: I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This is Friendshiping. And the theme this week is... Rapid-fire questions, let's interview each other. We're so tired, you guys, so we're just going to make up a freaking episode. Yeah, let's do this thing. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. do friendship at the problem. Hi, Trim. Uh, good morning. I call you Trim now. Farmer Trim. Farmer Trim. I got some mail addressed to me. Uh, from portugal and it's three little felted ducks from stardew valley and it was addressed to trim, trim trim but i think what's more important is that it was addressed to farmer trim most importantly this little package contained ducks the that's also so okay in level of importance number one ducks, ducks. number two farmer, farmer. Number three, I don't really give a shit if people mess up the spelling of my name. Oh, no. Yeah. Who cares? I Nobody thought it cares. was super cute. I did, too. I also thought
0: it was intentional.
1: Oh! Yeah, I love it. That'd be really... So my autocorrect name is either Trim, Trish, or Train. Or Tim. I get Train in my autocorrect. Not
0: anymore, because, like, my phone has learned... She's learned to mm-hmm. not only spell Trin, but to capitalize it every time.
1: Oh! Yeah, Trin! <laughs> That's me, but with um, Cisco. Captain Cisco. Wow. Yeah. Frickin' nerd. Uh, uh, Merritt asked me to come back on uh, Dad Feelings, and uh, if you guys haven't ever uh, listened to Dad Feelings, it's a fantastic podcast by Merritt Kopas that is about dads and how we feel about them. I was on there uh, uh, talking about Mr. Rogers very recently, and I'm hopefully, I'm, I said hopefully. I'm coming back again to talk about Star Trek. That's amazing. <laughs> and we were talking about Cisco, and it kept on all
0: capsing Cisco. <laughs> Do you know how I feel about dads? How? Jen? Sexually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't expect a different answer. Yeah. You know. You seemed surprised and then you looked immediately
1: unsurprised. I I I was like, I so I knew that it was going to be positively, strongly, truly, madly, deeply, but I did not, I didn't think it was just gonna be, I feel sexful about fathers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're learning things about each other, which is a transition into the next thing we're
1: going to do which is this episode so uh jen and i are very tired uh it was the 4th of july yesterday which is americans independence day for uh white people (laughs) yep because not everybody was free that day but we celebrate the birth of the united states of america as a country and so we got on a boat and we watched some fireworks and I had a low level panic attack for like two and a half hours because being trapped with humans outside is like the worst thing for me. So I'm tired. And Jen is tired from having the time of her life because she is um, Vigo Mortensen in Lord of the Rings. I love the boat. I loved it. I love the boat. I spent
0: the whole time in front of the boat with my arms outstretched screaming. I'm the king of the world. Loved it. Love boats. Want to get back on the boat. Want to move onto a boat. I am the boat king. Jen
1: likes to be outdoors. <laughs> Jen likes to smell the fresh air and the uh, water. You know I can't do that. Oh, Jen likes to breathe in the fresh there air and feel <laughs> it in her lungs, but not smell it. So, um, so we're tired. So um, instead of answering real questions, we've made up questions for each other because we've decided it's way better to fuck up uh, fake personal questions about each other. Than it is to fuck up a real emotional question from one of our listeners that we We love. wouldn't do that to you. No, we can't do that to you.
0: Which we have been getting some amazing questions lately, and we will get back to those. ASAP, that means soon.
1: Can we talk real quick about how good the questions have been lately?
0: So good. Like, I look forward to opening the, the inbox because I know it's going to...
1: That's yes. going to rock my world. Yeah. Like, we are doing this episode very seriously because we take so sincerely the questions you guys send to us because they're so good. They're so in detail. They're very emotionally, like, uh, understanding. Like, you guys are really, really great. Um, So we don't want to disservice you. So we're going to disservice Ourselves. each other. <laughs> Do you want to rock, paper, scissors for the first question? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, two out of three? Two out of three. Uh, do you do one, two, three, shoot or one, two, shoot? One, two, three, shoot. Okay. One, one two, three, shoot.
0: shoot. Both scissors. One, two, three, shoot. Both scissors. One, two, three, shoot. shoot. Trim trim one wins. Paper versus rock, turn wins. Okay. One, one, two, three, shoot. shoot. Oh. oh. I win. Scissors S- versus paper. Oh, okay. God. It's
1: one and one. Here we go. Tiebreaker. One, one, two, three, shoot. Two, three, I won! <laughs> so, wait, we didn't determine with that. Are you asking the first question? Oh, shit. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do.
0: <laughs> oh, God, I laughed so hard my headphones slipped off. Trin's, Trin's having a ball over there. Um, okay, I'll ask I'm the first mess. question.
1: I'm a mess. Yes, Jen. Trin. Yes.
0: I have a note <laughs> here in my, my computer notes from several months ago, mm-hmm. and all it says is, oh. this is 100% true, oh, my Trin likes lavender and jasmine. <gasps> <laughs> I was keeping notes on your favorite scents.
1: <gasps> you did?
0: Because for future gift giving. And I know you oh have God, a super I'm sense of die. smell and I didn't want to fuck do, that up. Yeah. Tell me, is it true that you like lavender and jasmine?
1: I do. I okay, love I'm going to make a note of that. <laughs> Confirmed. I do love lavender and jasmine. Um, my cat, uh, my, my three-legged cat has asthma now. So I can't oh, have anything like stumpy. scented around the house. <laughs>
0: oh, that's awful for you. you I love know. scented. Good, you
1: love lavender and jasmine scented things. I do, and I had a bunch of jasmine candles, and now they live in uh, three layers of paper bag in my closet because of my asthmatic. Cat. Wow, thanks a lot, Stumpy. <laughs> that's okay. That's what I'm I like, call our cat. She's a stump yeah. <laughs> a lump. Yeah. Is Are we good? Yeah. Let's cool. move on. All right, Jen. Mm. What is the most American or patriotic you've ever felt? uh 2008 the night
0: obama was elected really oh Oh, that's
1: wonderful yeah were you
0: in grant park i was in chicago starting my i'm not going to tell you what year in school i was (laughs) that's none of
1: your goddamn business she was in junior high but she just heard 19
0: (laughs) so i was in uh i was in college in chicago and you know it was november obviously and i had pneumonia and I could not join my friends going to Grant Park because I was I was feverish. Like I was so sick. I actually think I might have had like maybe not pneumonia. It might have been the swine flu. Anyway, I was very ill. Aww. But I watched the election on my little TV in my dorm room, which was normally like the sadness hole. But that night it was not sad. It was happy. And if you opened the window, you could hear people just yelling in the streets. And I had a lot of friends who went to Grant Park that night. And they <laughs> and they just have amazing stories of chanting, yes, we can and everything. And but my favorite little tidbit is my friend was taking the train, uh, the L, back up from downtown to go to, back to campus. It's like a long journey. It's like 20, 25 minutes to take the L that far. And uh, they one of the best things you can ever hear on the L is when the driver goes, we're now running express to Loyola, which is where I went to school. So that meant you're skipping like 15 stops. And when the driver came on and said that, all the students yelled, thanks, Obama. <gasps> That's so cute. I oh, know. No. And it was like the best instance of thanks, Obama. And I just hold that in my heart dearly because everyone was so happy. Oh. Like I've never felt anything like I had that night. And I wasn't even out in it. Yeah. But uh, and I'll never forget the next day I went to I went to class. I was still going to classes because I was like recovering from pneumonia. And my art history teacher, who was a, a gay black man, sat down, opened his like binder for notes and just went. hi everyone and he was so happy and i was so happy and that's when i felt most patriotic
1: that's really beautiful thank you oh jen you did great answering that question
0: thank you i kind of have a similar not a similar question but along the same lines what is your favorite
1: thing about chicago Trin? oh wow um first of all it is the only place where i can consistently eat very well Awesome. So, yeah. Like, so a lot of places are vegan friendly. Like, don't get me wrong. Seattle's pretty vegan friendly. Like, um, I've been to San Diego. Like, uh, I, I've been traveling as a vegan for a long time. But Chicago has the widest range of, like, vegan comfort food and, like, good vegan food. And it's you. I, I don't think I've gone to a restaurant. I think maybe uh, Hop Leaf. The only time I've ever gone to a restaurant and been completely unable to get something vegan was when I went to Hop Leaf. <laughs> fucking hop leaf but hop leaf is amazing it is great like but i'm sorry (laughs) yeah like even like the fries were like oh yeah that's duck fat sorry (laughs) it's like okay all right whatever it's like and i don't ever expect anybody to like cater to me all of the time um and then i think this sounds so weird and i'm so sorry that we're sticking to the the smell category but i love the way chicago smells really i never knew that yeah that's amazing there's um there's a this is gonna sound gross and it's not but so um, my, one of my favorite smells is, you know how cold outdoors smells a certain way? It definitely feels to me a certain way.
0: I think that's the closest I've ever been to smelling the outdoors. Cool. Yeah.
1: So, so for those of you who, who smell, like imagine the way that a, a person smells coming in from the outdoors and then also the vague smell of like taco chips. Oh. For some reason, those two smells together smell like most of Chicago. That's amazing. <laughs> Holy it's, shit. Yeah, it's like a starchy metal smell. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe this. I love that. Anyway, I, so I really love this city. And like I've, I've traveled enough now and gone to enough places and like I've lived other places like a short amount of time before that I can honestly say that like I, this is my favorite city on the planet. Yeah, I love that. Me <laughs> too. We're lucky to call Chicago home. Yeah, for real. Okay. Yeah. Jen. Yes. Uh, you. This is a choice. Okay. So I'd like you to describe high school gen either in five adjectives or two short vignettes.
0: Oh, what a great, great question. Okay. First vignette. I was a senior in high school. I was extremely serious about track and cross country because I was, I was pretty good at it. I wasn't, like, I wasn't like nationally ranked in anything, but I was pretty good for where I lived. And I was going to college on a scholarship for it. And uh, the reason this all happened is because I had an amazing cross-country coach, uh, this woman, I've talked about her on the podcast before, who not only cared about my running, she cared about people. She cared about all the girls on the team and really, like, led the way for things I value still today. And uh, she hated public speaking so much. She was such a great person to, like, talk to. But if you got her on a stage to, like, deliver an awards or a speech or something, she'd be, like, miserable. It was pretty cute and endearing. But she, I was given, like, some, I don't even remember, some, like, sport, sporty award towards the end of the year. And she, got, she got up uh, to talk about me, and I was like, she's going to hate this. Like, we all, the team was, like, laughing inside because she hates being the center of attention. And she went up and said some things about me that I hope I never forget. And she said... uh she kind of she fumbled a little bit because again not big into public speaking but the thing she did say very clearly was if i have ever daughter ever someday i hope she ends up like jen and i immediately cried and oh. i was like no one's ever 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 given me a compliment like that and especially for from her someone i respect and to give it in front of the that was great um and so that's the that's the vignette that makes me look good now that's let me so think sweet. of the vignette that makes me look bad
1: i love that you um Are trying to make sure that you don't editorialize your own description of yourself in high school. That's so Jen. Oh, I mean. You're like, give me the Fox News, Jen, and the CNN, Jen. (laughs) This is what I want. I
0: mean, the other other side of this is a vignette I've mentioned on the podcast before, which is me being a total brat to my teammates in high school. (laughs) When I was like correcting people's running form and that I was like running with my friend one time. We were finishing practice and we were like jogging home back to the high school. And I went, you know what? Try and open up your stride when you run like try and stride out maybe lift your knees a little bit more choke
1: up on the bat yeah yeah, yeah. like me what i love it yeah
0: so uh i mean <laughs> i was also kind of a brat the end that sounds about right for just high school human beings yeah okay my turn yes how do you support your friends that you don't see often because you have a lot of people that live in the city that you're friends with but due to scheduling you don't see them very often
1: so first i'll start with um my best friend who lives in seattle Um, So I send him mail all the time. So um, if he is like a bad day or something like that, like I'll send him mail. Um, I love to print out photoshopped weird pictures (laughs) uh, of him (laughs) and then write him a letter on the back and then mail it over. And which is one of the reasons why I love like I know this like sounds like goofy, but like it's one of the reasons why I love our Kickstarter project, the postcards. If you're unfamiliar, Jen and I did a project of a box of of decorated like cute little postcards. You send to your friends um, because I actually have a ton of of close people who are close to me who live like far away. Uh, I also I love group texts. Nice. Uh, I have two like really like pretty vibrantly ongoing text chains with like four or more people, um, and I think that that is a really great way to feel like you're still in the room together. You know? Oh yeah. Um, and the friends who live in Chicago, who I don't see all the time. So I, I primarily spend my time with like my two like tightest friends like Carlin and Steven. I think I see them maybe once a month, maybe less. Um, and it's really just we keep trying. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like Steven will text and be like, can we do this today? And me and Colin will be like, we're tired. And then try, Carlin will try and then I'll try. And then we just keep trying. And then eventually one of them will land. So like one out of every seven times we try and hang out, it'll land. Um, so I think it's just the uh, just consistently in trying and everybody trying. That's awesome. Is what's important.
0: Yeah. I keep turning down a friend who's been asking me to hang out for a while. And I was like, I'm sorry, but please keep inviting me to stuff.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just so um, I, I have a, a new friendship and I saw her recently and I was like, I just want you to know. And I literally say this to her. I was like, I just want you to know. I never see any of my friends and I like you and I really want to be like your friend. But I just want you to know, like, the reason I don't see you, it's me. Like, I am the problem. It's not me liking you less or something like that. Aw, look at you being all honest. And that's really sweet. It was really sweet because she she was like, "Um, oh, my God, me too. I never see human beings. I like you too. And I was like, high five. Nice. It was good. Anyway, I have a question for Jen. Lay it on me. Jen. When did you feel like you began to understand who modern adult Gen is as a human being, and and ha, ha, do you feel like you get it? Because I feel like you know human beings come in phases, and like you were high school Gen, you were college Gen. When did modern adult Gen emerge? A couple of years
0: out of college, I started noticing how I liked to spend my time and how I didn't like to spend my time, which is. It seems so simple, but it was a huge deal to me to realize, you know what? I like getting up on Saturday mornings and doing stuff. And then I like coming home and spending the night alone. (laughs) Like I wanted to get up and go to a farmer's market and go to museums. And then like I wanted to have the evening to myself. And that was such a revelation to me because I was so busy in college and that I never really had time to choose. I never really learned how I like to spend my time because we've talked about this. College is a weird time. So I learned uh, I learned how I like to spend my time and I learned I read one time it was like it was an amazing tweet it was like you know when you take a photo of yourself you learn your angles and it was like learn the angles of your personality
1: wow isn't that great learn the angles of your
0: personality so you know what makes you feel good and what makes you act badly and then when you learn those angles you'll know not to act badly so I learned things that made me anxious uh like this is just a couple years out of college like I would why can I not get work done today? Oh, it's because my apartment is messy and it's making me grumpy. Like I learned how much I like to clean. <laughs> and I learned uh how I liked a complete uh I like to divide my time between like 60% introvert, 40% extrovert. I figured that out. Uh, and that made me really look forward to hanging out with my friends as opposed to not wanting to leave my apartment often. And finally, the biggest thing is I found a group of friends, all of whom listen to this podcast, hey guys, <laughs> who uh love me so much. Aww. Yeah, and are very open about their mental health and that made me be open about my mental health too
1: that is i so i asked that question hoping that you would have an answer like that oh thank you that was really cool because i think it really speaks to like how you work every day to like be the best version of yourself which sounds like so fucking like cheesy like oprah like uh, by the way also i love oprah this is not a dig love you oprah love you oh mama O. (laughs) but uh but yeah like it like that is that was really good I thank mean. you okay we got time for a couple more yeah i would say probably we have like one or two each all right when is a time you were su-
0: super fucking proud of yourself for being a good friend like you were like ooh, i handled that really well i made that person feel really good or i saved the situation
1: huh you know that's an inter- interesting question because um and if it's too personal you don't need to answer uh no i think i can do it without it being too personal so um there are times where I have been a good like Hufflepuff friend, you know? Yeah. Like when I just mentioned the, the uh you know, I don't hang out with like people all the time at 20, you know I still like you anyway. That's a really good Hufflepuff moment. Uh but what stands out to me when, about like my history of friendship is actually the the dangerous Gryffindor moments in my life. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> I don't know what happens, but when So I've mentioned this on the podcast before that like I uh, have a tendency to lose all sense of personal safety sometimes when my friends are like in danger. And I'm not going to go through all of them because like I feel like I'd be tooting my own horn too much. And also I don't want to encourage people to like put themselves in danger, you know? (laughs) Do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. Well, do as I don't even say. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So to I'm going to skim over that, Um, but I am proud that. I lose my survival instincts because I feel like uh, a lot of being a human being is fighting against our natural like herd instincts or stick with your your like tribe or whatever instincts in, in your head. Uh, and so when I can overcome that, regardless of whether it's like a good outcome or a bad outcome, I'm, I for some reason, it makes me feel like, OK, like I'm working, you know, that know. is one of your best qualities. You know, how oh, you've, thank you, you you hear about the
0: mental, I forget the psychological term for it, but like if they see someone in trouble on a sidewalk or something, people always assume someone else will take care of it. I can honestly say, Trin, you would be the one that was like, no, we're going to do something. Thank like you, you would not follow the crowd. You would be the one that steps out. And I've always admired
1: that about you. True Gryffindor over here. Oh, goodness. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, jeez. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. I have so many questions they want to ask you. Oh. Okay. Which bug is the best bug? Or, if that's too big a question, because there are lots of good bugs, what's something you think is cute that other people don't think is cute?
0: Oh, that is such a great question. Something you think is cute that other people don't think is cute. When a dog looks its butthole. <laughs> what? Really? No, I don't think it's cute, but I do think it's like, ah, that's so endearing and weird that you do that in front of people. Oh, God. I don't, like, enjoy watching it, but I don't. I
1: don't hate it. You know, here's the thing about <laughs> asshole licking for dogs specifically is what else would they do to clean their butthole? It's like you don't want them rubbing their ass in your carpet. Yeah, so it's exactly. it's like, what's the preferred method? I think I'm just like, yeah, take care of business.
0: But could you like do it over there? I also think tomatoes are cute.
1: Oh, you little red boys. <laughs> They're so round and plump and little. <laughs> so cute. So let's, let's wrap up with one question each. Okay. Thank you, audience, for listening for this long. Yeah, thanks for sticking with it. <laughs> because uh, we're, we're I can definitely feel myself, like, winding down like a robot running out of batteries. Meow. Right. So thanks for letting us do nothing for a week. <laughs>
0: Jen, is it my turn? <laughs> it okay, is. I'm going to list a couple of questions, and I want you to pick which one you answer. Oh, wow, okay. Okay. Any conspiracy theories you believe in? Ooh. Question one. Two. When is the time you made a memorable first impression, good or bad? And I feel like, Trin, you got some stories about that. I just can sense it. And three, what is the show or movie that you consider your comfort movie? Like you've seen it a thousand times or you put it on in the background or it's something you just love to feast your little eyes on.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I'm going to give a short answer to one and a long answer to another. Lay it on me. Yeah. Excited. So so the short answer is so the conspiracy theories. So I don't necessarily believe any like far out there conspiracy theories, but I will say that the American government has pulled a lot of shit on its citizens, like intentionally giving black men syphilis to like study the long term untreated effects of the disease. Like, that's a real thing that happened like in recent history. There are people who are alive now who were alive then. Like, your parents were alive then. Uh, So it's it's not hard to convince me of a conspiracy like that simply because they actually legitimately have happened. Like, you should go Google, like, crazy garbage the American government has done to its citizens. Like, it's not. This isn't new. Uh, The long answer was a more—what was the last question again? Comfort movie? Comfort movie. Um, so I, uh, as a kid, and uh, all the way through high school, was really scared of my bedroom for traumatic reasons, and uh, so I used to fall asleep. I had this, I had this uh, TV with an a VHS player built into it that had a timer on it, and I would fall asleep watching either A night's Tale or Empire Records every night for like years. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, like I, I, I know. Oh, or so I married an axe murderer, and I still have. Um, so I actually rented all those movies; I didn't own any of them, but I never returned them. So I actually still have the <laughs> VHS amazing. of "So I Married You're an Axe Murderer."
0: Really racking up your blockbuster fees.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm the reason that they're out of business. Yeah, if
0: you paid those, they we might see a return to blockbuster.
1: <laughs> all right. Oh gosh. Okay, so I have i you're gonna choose okay so one what's the most recent childhood dream you've given up on (laughs) two name two people you'd be happy if you grew up to become them or three what media so book movie video game affected you most as a child in a like a profound way oh man
0: tough one i mean when i was a preteen and teenager for a long time i was like i'm gonna run competitively competitively for the rest of my life and i'm gonna make money doing it somehow um that's not realistic that's like that's what a professional athlete does (laughs) also that was so many pizzas ago it's just not gonna happen and that's okay uh the other one was what was the middle question sorry i have bad memory oh no no no, it's fine um i oh people that you would like to grow up to be yes michelle obama yes Man, there's so many women I admire, I'm having a hard time picking.
1: Well, I mean, I think doing one is totally okay.
0: Michelle Obama and Princess Leia.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Do you want to answer the last one? Nah. <laughs> Do you? Uh, no, no, no. It's just like if you you if you're doing like a little sprinkling of each question, it's like you
0: know? uh profound effect on me. I mean, yeah. the obvious answer is Harry Potter. It taught me about like bravery and jk rowling is like a really funny comedy writer like if you read reread the books the like i think the way she tells stories probably had a really strong impact on on how i write wow and also uh same goes for david sedaris his writing opened up my world because he writes so honestly in cutting in a cutting way about his family in a way that I, i just like maybe one day i'll write like that but uh I so admire his ability to just lay it all out there.
1: He does that. He also does that when he describes himself, which I think is what's most admirable about his writing. Yeah. Like his
0: writing is so vulnerable Mm -hmm. and hilarious. And that was like the first. He's very famous, obviously. But um, when I I first discovered him in high school, I was like, oh, my gosh, I've never read anything like this.
1: Well, this has been Friendshipping. This has been Us Shipping. Uh, If you want to send a question to Us Shipping, that's not a real podcast. We just made it up for the day. Uh, So send a question instead to friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. We are at DoFriendship. And we are packing up stamps for our Kickstarter project. Hell yeah. We're We're shipping soon. We're shipping really soon. If you're one of our Kickstarter backers today, we are actually putting together packets of three sheets of stamps clipped together so you can have stamps. Send your postcards. If you haven't filled out your backer survey yet, in your original backer. You should go do that today. You should do
0: it today. I will say, though, wow, 96% of you have already done it.
1: Which, Whoa, really?
0: Yeah. Only 121 or 28 people haven't done it yet, which is amazing. Wow, look at you all being responsible. 96, that's an A. Yeah. Yeah. You got an A. (laughs) Good job, everyone. And you made it to the end of this episode. Wow, you
1: must really like us. Seriously, thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. I don't even know if they're welcome. (laughs) Do friendship at the problem